moment for mission. This is Fred Foy Strang. I'm so glad you could join me today. Today we're going to be talking about pursuing your mission. Think about a time you really went after something. Or maybe it was someone. Today on Moment for Mission, we are going to talk about pursuing your mission. But first, let's have a Fred Foy fact. I love the ocean, the beach, water sports, especially snorkeling and scuba diving, fishing, boating. For me, there's just something about the water. That vast expanse, the warm sun, the rhythmic sounds. We can't afford a beachfront home, but you bet we have a home in a seaside community. As I have mentioned in previous podcasts in this series, I like boats. There's a make of a boat that I particularly like. The brand name is Pursuit. Don't you think that's a great name for a boat? Well, my buddy Hal has an awesome pursuit craft with twin outboards. Man, you get in your pursuit boat and you set out on the ocean and you're on an adventure. I mean, you are in pursuit of something. Now, these particular rigs are well suited for fishing and diving, which are the things that I like. So I am already being affirmed in my effort by the very boat I'm in. How awesome is that? I'm bringing home fish for supper, baby. Well, let's take a quick look in the dictionary at pursuit. The act of pursuing, an activity that one engages in as a vocation, a profession, or an avocation. Pursuit comes from the word pursue, to follow in order to overtake or to capture, to find or employ measures to obtain or accomplish, to follow up with or pursue, to chase. Some synonyms, to bird dog, to chase, to course, to dog, to follow, to hound, to run, to shadow, to tag, to tail, to trace, track, trail. When you pursue something, you really seriously go after it. Remember the old movie True Grit with John Wayne and Glenn Campbell? The remake with Jeff Bridges and Matt Damon was great, too. In True Grit, as in many westerns in this genre of film, the lawman is on a tense cat-and-mouse quest to catch the villain. There's danger, difficulty, even discouragement. The good guys get beat up, shot at, and often counted out or left out to perish. They may have to endure days of heat, nights of cold, hunger, thirst along the way, but they never, ever give up. And in the movies anyway, they always get their man. When we really pursue our mission, we begin to sharpen our focus and learn to steel ourselves for an arduous journey that oftentimes we really just don't know how it will turn out. Back to my fishing buddy, Hal. One time we set out for the Bahamas. It was a long and rough boat ride. We fished and we dove and we worked hard several days to get some fresh fish and lobster. 
On our homeward journey, in the middle of the Gulf Stream, the outboard motor, the only motor of his boat, malfunctioned. (laughs) Did I mention this was a long time before cell phones, GPS navigators, and satellite distress signal capabilities? Well, after some anxious time of bobbing around in that little 26-foot boat in the middle of the ocean, we figured something out and we eventually got back to the Florida mainland. We were in pursuit of adventure and a few fish and crustaceans. It was tough, it was a bit scary, but Hal and I both count that as one of our best ocean experiences. See, when something is tough, when it's beyond our apparent abilities, when there is excitement in the doing of it, then we have the inner fortitude to continue the chase and reach our goal. At one point in my ministerial career, I was truly about to go crazy. I was working 65 to 70 hour weeks and not feeling much like I was particularly getting where except closer to an early grave. My bosses had me do a time study for one work week and examined it with me. Aside from a few suggestions on efficiency and productivity, I didn't get much relief. Why? I was busy, but most of what I was doing wasn't connecting to my purpose, my passion, my mission, my vision. So, I made a life change. Over the years, I have learned that pursuing a mission is not simply being efficient and hardworking and putting in the long hours. It's much more than that. These days, it seems like everyone is really, really busy, maybe too busy. Busyness is like a plague. It'll kill you, or at least it'll make you ill and ineffective. However, I'm as guilty as anyone listening when it comes to overcommitting myself. Work, bringing homework, volunteering time, time for children, and the myriad of activities, taking care of aged parents, doing stuff like the laundry, the housekeeping, the grocery shopping, planning, cooking meals, work in the yard. Was fun in there somewhere? Often, I'm just too involved, too exhausted to have enough gumption to consider developing, honing, and pursuing my mission. Before we set out to pursue working for ourselves or throwing in with another mission or organization, we need to rewind to what we discussed in previous episodes, that we need to listen for, identify, define what our mission actually is. When we have the scent of our mission in our nostrils, it's hard not to follow. You think about pursuit. And we think about a bird dog. A bird dog catches that scent and chases it down at points, at holes. Or imagine that bloodhound. A dog is trained to catch that scent and then doggedly pursues it and follows it until it finds it. English poet Francis Thompson drew on this image when he wrote the poem, The Hound of Heaven, reflecting on God relentlessly pursuing those who are lost. Pursuing something means a single-minded devotion and following it. In the ancient Near East, 
There are legends of caravans plying the wasteland of the desert. These desert travelers and tradesmen kept in cages a few water-deprived diminutive deer. If the caravan became disoriented or lost, they would let this little deer go. Then they would follow the footprints in the sand as the animal had an insatiable desire and an innate sense of where to locate water in that dry and barren land. This tiny creature went straight to its goal, its mission, to find water. The slow-moving camel train would follow the prints of the deer in the sand and would find it quenched of its thirst at an oasis. The animal did not swerve to the right or left, but straight with all the speed it could muster ran to the oasis, essentially saving the caravan from certain death in the desert. The psalmist draws on this imagery to characterize a single-minded devotion to God when we read, As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Now, our mission may not be life and death like that of our little dear friend, but the idea, the principle, is worthy to note. If we truly wish to achieve our mission, then we have to pursue it with a passion that is singularly focused and driven with determination. Ask yourself, is my mission something that compels me, that drives me, that demands me to pursue it? Let me offer a suggestion for our Moment for Mission today to get us started in this pursuit. Find a quiet place without any distractions and spend just 10 minutes, three or four days this next week, pondering, defining, refining, shining your mission. I appreciate you taking time to listen in to today's podcast, Pursuing Your Mission. Please subscribe to this series so that each week you'll automatically have them as soon as they come out. Also, I sure would love to know what you're thinking, so post a comment. I'll I'll make sure to respond. As we conclude today, remember this. Pursue your mission with drive, determination, and passion. This is Fred Foystrang encouraging you to press on and have a great day.